spinny chair. Troy's is a spinny chair. What about yours, Justin? Yeah. Oh, so we should have just been the uh, the spinny chair podcast, but it's besides the point. Anyways, this week we're going to be talking about summer anime that we would personally recommend or drop. Now, I mean, I'm saying that, like, in theory, because I'm not going to drop any anime because I'm too committed to my craft of if I stuck with it, I got to make it all the way through. But, you know, maybe they're watching something like Food Wars and they're like, oh, man, it's trash. Let me drop it after five seasons. Right, Troy? Oh, oh. I guess we might have something to talk about. But, yeah, we're going to go over our, you know, keep it or drop it list. And then we're going to go into our weekly anime, which is pretty much going to overlap. And then we'll just be going into them in more depth. And so I guess I will probably start us off with this main topic. So, uh, I mean, Stan's not here. So it'd just be me talking about Misfit of Demon Academy. But yeah, that's one of those anime that is really popular right now. And like a lot of people love it. And it kind of baffles me about how much praise it gets. Because if I'm going just off like the first three or four episodes, it's not a great anime as to what people are talking about. Like it's an overpowered main character and for reasons it makes sense to the plot. So that's not an issue, but it's a really boring series as well for a lot of period of time in most of the episodes. Now there's like character moments that are nice. Like the main character, Anos' parents are like some of the most fun fun and entertaining characters to follow. But, like, him as himself, if he doesn't have any other characters to bounce off of who are good, it's, like, really tough to keep with. And, like, the two sisters, um, Misha and Sasha, they can be pretty boring or borderline annoying sometimes just because, like, they're forced to have dialogue or make some actions for the sake of the plot. And personally, I feel like it, it, it needs to happen, I guess, but the way they're doing it feels like super cliche or forced and it kind of throws me off. But when it comes to like, you know, the more recent episodes, I feel like there's finally some character development happening and, you know, you have some plot moving and the buildup is finally starting to get entertaining or somewhat good. But like the credit to what I see the series has gotten, it's like over my head personally, because it's just, I feel like it's been so average like it's all pop and sizzle yeah more or less i mean it's finally getting some sizzle but the pop is just not there yet it's it's like waiting for something great to happen like there's good moments like i'd say at least one good moment every episode i don't think that's like enough to love a series it's like oh yes this one good moment makes up for a relatively boring episode or something now like when you have the introduction of the latest character Ray and like the plot that's happening with him and like the school turning against him and there's more layers to that, it's finally getting more interesting, but it's been like a wait to get this build up to be done. And I guess it's like slowly properly happening, but there's been a lot of padded time for like other characters and moments that feel so minor. And hopefully the payoff is there that I look back on these episodes and I'm like, okay, it might've been boring, but it was worth it. But you know, it's a mixed bag in that sense, but I feel like it's finally going to the positive end of the scale. But out of all the anime I'd watch, I'm watching this season, i probably not recommend it to just anyone. I feel like this is one of those anime that most people, like, if you're watching it and there's more than just, like, cool moments in action you're watching for, I feel like this would be something that people would drop. You know, that's just my take. If you have a different take, that's fine. 
always feel free to hit me up at, uh, you know, Twitter at Flazadude. Always available to reach me there. But, Troy, what's your pick? You got your arms folded. My goodness. Trying to decide. About to, about to roast on Food Wars. Should I go food? Okay, yeah. Since none of us, or since there's it's no just cross- you, so. Yeah, yeah. No crossover, so. Um, I think this whole season's been pretty shitty compared to the last four. I, I uh, can't believe I predicted this. Yeah, like, if you... I'm gonna watch it. If you've been watching it, keep watching it. Like, I mean, I understand that. I want to know who wins blue. Like, I'm fucking hooked. Aaron has taken on like hundred people at a time for like every level of her blue. That's like a whole. That's a cool subplot. There's some minor subplots that are interesting. Whole season seems rushed. I would say, if, if for some reason this is your first season watching, <laughs> uh, start over. Like I would say, so what I would say, past, past season five and go to season one, watch one through four, and if you're hooked, then slog through the lesser quality season five. It just seems so. so quick question: What difference does this season have that makes you like it far less than the other seasons? It's just super rushed. Like they just one of the bet that. It's food wars. Like, the whole show should be about cooking, but, like, it's getting bogged down in some bullshit. And, like, when they give themselves time to have cooking, it'll just be like, all right, here's time for the shokugeki. And then it'll be, like, cutscene. Then they'll be like, here's my dish. And it was like, what? Like, in the earlier seasons, he'd be, like, cooking. And, like, all the audience would be, like, DBZ. You know, like, it's all food experts <laughs> watching. They'd all be holding their hands out, giving him their uh, spare pressure. You well, know, no, but, like. Building up that spare bomb. They, because DBZ, it's all fighters watching a fight. So yeah. this is all food experts watching a cook-off. So they're watching and they're like, he's grating Parmesan into a, like, hot dish with no butter. Like, what is he? Or, like, they'll be like, is that paprika I smell? Everyone, like, knows exactly what the fuck's going on. And it, like, was campy and fun. And this season's just like, here's my dish. It's a specialty. And you're like, why? And it's like, because fuck you. We got to get to the next thing. So you feel like they're not emphasizing the main point of like what makes Food Wars itself, its own series. That's just like why one of the reasons I enjoy it. The whole, everything about this season seems rushed. They like, Noir came out of nowhere. Saiba's random adopted son came out of nowhere. He wants to marry Arena. That came out of fucking left field. Blue is like, they're really smashing through the blue preliminary, which is supposed to be like a worldwide gathering of chefs. Mm-hmm. So then it's just like, the end better fucking pop off because you guys are clearly rushing to it. But like, you know, My Hero season four, where they were like, skipping cool shit to get to the Deku versus Overhaul? I mean, they weren't even skipping 
that much. It's like minor one or two panels, but I feel like every panel they skip, it's like always something that emphasizes another character and that aggravates me so That's much. That's what I'm I was like, like, bro. I want to see Aldini. I want to see why he passed. Haven't seen mm-hmm. him cook yet. Haven't even seen him be a focal point yet. It's just fucking stupid. I'm like, why? Is I he- mean, they made changes from the manga, as far as I know. So oh, they this might be in- did. this might be intentional to like stray away from those issues that people had. But it like if, if people are getting issues because of those changes, it's like you you lose lose in this situation. It's like hopefully you get something out of it at this yeah, point, right? I don't know. Seems seems like they dropped the ball. They might have had a good. It might have been a good call to try and get away from the source, but they dropped the ball in their efforts to, you know, try and salvage what they could. I think it's some fucking mid. I do not smash. It is a firm pass. Oh, boy. Oh, how the times have changed. I'm going to keep watching. Justin. But yeah. yeah. Justin, what do you got for us? Alright, so I only watched one episode of it, but those, what is it? It's this anime called... I mean, I'm, I'm giving anime a chance. It's like my teen romantic comedy snafu. Are you talking about like this season or like the first episode of the series? First episode of the series. I mean, it's in this season now, but it's like... It's yeah, only... I, know, I know it's this season because I'm caught up, so... It's the only anime that I've watched out of the main topics we usually talk about. So I'd say that's my mm-hmm. most recent one. I haven't watched any other anime. I still haven't watched Tarot of God. Uh, but the first episode, it was all right. I mean, it had me pay, paying attention to a little bit. The main character is the typical, oh, uh, I'm, I'm different. I don't like talking to anybody, but I get rejected by every girl I try to go out with type of scenario. And, I mean, I've seen that through a lot of characters in anime a lot, but, I mean, I'll give this one a chance. It has that other's typical, oh, girl is being mean to boy, basically just like, uh, what's it called? And rent a girlfriend. And Now, the dynamics, I'm going to... I'm going to say the dynamics are definitely different in both series, honestly. And because you're only on the first episode, right? Yeah. I don't think the series gets, like, really enjoyable until, like, the end of season one, right? But it's only, like, 12 episodes, so it's not too bad. And there's a lot of character interactions that keep you invested. But at the end of season one, there's, like, a more psychological event that happens to the characters and that carries over to season two and i think season two is an actual improvement but season one is really basic and follows more of those you know tropes to the romantic comedy aspect of a series you know yeah but to to anime fans 12 episodes is like a whole i know people are like you know drop it after the first second third episode some people can't even make it like a minute into an anime so you know it's a winner lose i think it's entertaining enough to keep you invested at least as it gets better i don't think it's like super bad or jarring that you're gonna like want to drop it but like if you didn't care i wouldn't be surprised if you were dropping it so early on but like once you get past that first season i feel like 
all the pieces are set up and there's a lot of investment into like the emotional aspects to a lot of the characters, you know. And I'll give it a pass for now because I haven't watched a lot of anime recently. Uh, but I'll continue checking it out for the foreseeable future. Just to see. I mean, it's it like is. one of those anime, if you're into it, you're into it. If you're not, you know, it's either you drop off as early as possible or you just attempt to get something out of it, you know? Yeah. So you're saying a pass? All right. Yep, I'll give it a pass. I mean, if I'm going off of a season three, even though I, I got like, I once I watched the episode before this latest episode, just because we're on it already, I knew what was going to happen. And so, because I knew what was going to happen, I looked it up anyways on, like, the wiki, and I'm like, okay, I already knew this was going to happen. But I'm like, god dang, why do I always pick these losing battles in romance anime? Like, I just suck at this. It's always hey, it is what it is. I, I think Rent-A-Girlfriend might be, like, one of the few times I might get a win because it's, like, one of the few times the main female character actually intrigues me enough that you know, she could be best girl in this series, and maybe I can get a win out of this. Unless they pull, like, some major 12th level plot twist on me. It's actually, you know, like, Mommy, who's the main character all along, and she wins, and then, you know, we all, like, die simultaneously. That would be rough. I'm rooting for Mommy. Oh, this guy. Well, we'll, we'll, we'll get to that when we, when we talk about it. Anyways, all right, because we're done with that, I'm going to talk about Sword Online, Sword Art Online really quick. I'm going to start off by saying a firm pass. Like, if I wasn't invested in this whole series to the point where I'm like, if I drop it now, I'm almost done. I, these last two episodes, they were so easy to follow in all the worst ways because I know what's going to happen. Like, every beat I'm watching and I'm like, oh, this is going to happen. I'm going to hate it. And it happens and I hate it. And I'm like, and it keeps happening where it's all built up to do the same thing every season does kirito is the only useful character so no matter how many you know plot pulls you pull to like build up these characters no the villains are gonna have this stranglehold on you this whole time they'll always like overcome and take you over and it gets so annoying and difficult to watch like it's rough and it's i I hate that trope it's the, the one here. The, like the white knight, the, the white knight trope, you know? Yeah. Like it can only be him. And I'm like, they built up so many good characters and like all the female characters were getting some shine. So you're like, okay, there's some diversity in his cast. You're getting good moments out of side characters. Even the movie characters came in this latest episode, which was like a nice twist. And I was like, oh, that's so dope. And then they were useless. And I'm like, bro, why are you doing this every time? <laughs> And you just know it's all building up to that Kirito moment because every time it's like, oh, he's about to die. Oh, no, he gets stalled for time and he's safe and everyone's still safe and alive because, you know, this episode, this recent episode was so brutal. There was so much blood and gore. And I'm like, I know why they're doing this. It's because they're going to have all like the main characters heal or something or if they die in the game, they're fine this time. So like they're just going all out to like build the suspense. All the suspense is like dead suspense. And because I know what it's doing is intentional. It makes it even worse because I'm like, I'm just watching this. And I yesterday I was watching this. I'm like, I, I saved Rent a Girlfriend for last. So I'm like, let me end on a high note this week. Dude, so I had like, to like shrug. It's like a stripper. 
where it's like oh god i don't even know where you're gonna go with this (laughs) she don't love you like she's shaking her ass she's dancing on you but like she don't love you there's no feelings there it's like she's just there uh, for the money. Okay, okay. Well, we'll stick with that. There, you, there's no feelings there because that part of the analogy works. <laughs> but like, it, it feels like so plot contrived. And you know, unless the plot is like a ten out of ten, it's rough to follow a series that like emphasizes so much on the plot. And like, there's very little good characterization lately because it's all the same thing. Like, I don't think the characters change after, like, that Aincrad arc. You know, they're all, like, stagnant in who they are, and you're just getting new characters from there. But, yeah, I'd say, like, if I wasn't following it, it'd be, like, a firm pass, especially because I kind of was invested in the story and the angles it could go, but it got super cheesy and had a lot of weak points lately, and I'm like, I I had hope somewhere, but all this hope is slowly dying. It's I'm like, dwindling oh well. fast, dwindling and fading. All right, I'm Troy, fast. what do you want to pull out? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> what anime of your options do you want to throw out there? Okay, so let me think. I think everyone watches stuff. I'm saving Decadence for last. That's All right, let's go with Fire Force then. Keep it simple. Fire Force is a fucking hard uh, fuck, smash. Recommend? Smash. Oh, sure, sure. Let's That's go a, with that. Fine. You, you, you would swipe what? Is it swipe right? Is that accepting it? I don't know. I have no clue. <laughs> I'm not that, you know, I'm an, technology and apps. I'm an introvert on an anime podcast. I don't, you think I know dating apps? Um, I, I, I don't know. <laughs> Should have went for that one, but oh well. Um, I'm going to say, if you didn't watch season one of Fire Force, you suck and you're dumb and I hate you. <laughs> my goodness oh my god and season two has been starting like its foot was on the fucking throttle from the start it's been like constantly gaining steam uh this last episode was this was the slowest of the season but it, I, I i think the first episode might, might have like the candle on uh, that that's one. that's true but for the most part, it's been like just like fuck you, dope action, sick animation. The music's always tight. Art style's dope. There's a cat girl who's fucking. She's a cat girl. <laughs> so like that's a thing. Um, oh, it's a fucking hard smash. Like I think you suck if you disagree. Now, I'll agree, I'd recommend it, because I think the season's been good, but if you dropped it in season one because you couldn't, like, stick with the mystery aspect, you know, it is what it is, because everyone has, like, everyone has those different takes of anime, regardless, like, even if I'm recommending One Piece and someone's like, oh, man, the anime is so trash, and I'm like, oh. It's it's one, it's like a third of one season 
I think you have to get through that first whole Suck half. Of the, I, I think you have to go to like episode 10 or 11 when they finally get to like the seventh district with the seventh division that you really get some good parts of the series, you know? So like if you drop before then, cause like Justin said, you know, a lot of anime fans, you know, time is precious. They have to rewatch Naruto for like seven times, you know, it's rough. It's, you always got to save that time. Dude. Yeah. But, I'm like, <laughs> bro. Oh, motherfuckers are catching on fire out of nowhere and then they start telling you why they catch on fire i, I mean can of worms in season it, it's dealing with that can of worms and you're just like bro it's hype. the fault of mystery anime it's just like when it comes to a mystery anime unless you're like unless the series is selling itself as a mystery anime, most people are just going to drop off. And, it, and it's in part shonen, but it's also a mystery anime. So you have all those like high octane moments, but the whole first half of like season one is building up that mystery, trying to like feed you breadcrumbs. And like, if you lose out on that and you drop it, I mean, you're going to miss out on the series. Yeah, but then you also have like a character brain. like Tomaki, who is fan service in like sometimes the most difficult ways because you're like okay we're gonna get a decent normal moment and then it's completely not a decent normal moment you're like huh it's tight and you know it makes sense from the writer perspective like for sales and things like that you want a character that's going to get you merchandise and make money off of like say someone like oda who understands merchandising of a character like nami is his one trick pony for this he intentionally makes her her and chopper are like his merchandising darlings right he does not have his characters and treat them as sacred you know he knows what people are like and what they'll do so he's like well if they're gonna do it anyways you know i'll set up this character make it easy and make some money off of it because it's just easier i feel like tomaki is that angle but the problem is her character and those aspects to it mess up like some high octane plot moments that would be cool if like maybe this one time it doesn't happen but we never get that it doesn't happen moment so it's always the same thing and like her trope is difficult for some people like i know people who absolutely hate that now granted you get some decent fan service out of it but like if that's as much as you're getting she'll feel like a bland character and there's other characters in the first half of the season like hinoa takes time to build up to become a really interesting character you know or like Shinra, not Shinra. Shinra, I feel like it's easy to follow, but Arthur, you know, I feel like Arthur takes a while to get like decent moments to characterize him. And a lot of this, what you're getting emphasizes in season two, right? So you still have to go like through a good chunk of season one and then, you know, eventually finish it to get a lot of these better payoffs. So if people can't make it that far, you know, I'd say it's their loss at the end of the day, but if it's their not time, it's not their anime, then, you know, it's better they drop it, but it's just something I'd recommend overall because I feel like there is a lot to this series and a lot of story that can be told, a lot of mystery and intrigue that works. Yeah, like, for the sake of asking me, smash or pass, it's a fucking smash, and I don't understand... If you told me that you gave up on it because the first, because it was too slow or whatever your excuse was, I'd call you a smooth brain. 
and that'd probably be that. But everyone has their own opinion, and I get that. But sometimes people's opinions suck. And I'm not saying Food Wars is the best show on the planet or whatever. And this isn't the best show on the planet either, but, like, holy fuck. You'll watch 25 episodes of Demon Slayer, one trick pony ass, like, and then you can't... (laughs) You can't watch a show that has like intrigue and character development beyond the two main characters. Like now understand, I have to convince people when getting trying to attempt to get them into one piece that I have to like put my stakes on Arlong Park as like a definitive this would be a ten out of ten arc. That fucking uh, comparatively. I think But that's like forty one episodes in. Or 43 episodes until that one finishes. It's like a lot of investment that, like, if you're a One Piece fan, you got to convince someone, like, got to put in time for this because the anime is, you know, it's the anime. But, like, if I'm telling them to read the manga, you get that whole Luffy flashback in Chapter 1. It ends with the Shanks moment, and he finally sets sail. Chapter 1, amazing, 10 out of 10. But if I'm, like, saying Episode 1, where it's just him and Kobe versus Alveda, unless you're invested in the comedy and the fun of the series, I'm, like preaching to you trying to keep you invested until you get to like the Barati ape when you get like Mihawk's introduction or something that most anime fans would you know be like oh that's worthwhile dude uh fuck Mihawk's introduction's hard but that uh the like shark tank one piece thing that someone sent where the dude's like making the guy the offer. <laughs> he's like, "Oh, I know which one you're yeah, talking about." Yeah, he's like, "I'll watch up until our long park," and the guy's just like, "You really should like watch all the way up until like the end of Ennis Lobby." And he's like, "All right, like how long is that?" He's like, <laughs> "Episode four hundred and like twenty or something like that." No, it's 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 like three hundred nine, I think. Dude, yeah, and he's just like, are you fucking kidding me? And, like, my thing, just to get off, finish off this tangent is, if you're trying to get on One Piece, I'd say go at your pace, enjoy it. If you can't watch the anime and enjoy it, read it, because I think the manga is, like, super amazing, and there's, it's really hard to find complaints for for the manga compared to, like, the anime. But, like, I think the series, if you're comparing it, because the problem is the distance of time, right? It's so far back that when people talk about the series, they only talk about, like, the three main arcs that everyone loves. is like Water 7, Enisabi, and then Marine Ford, right? Personally, when I'm watching the series and stuff, I'm like, every arc builds on itself. So every time there's a new arc, I'm like, you know what? This might be my new favorite arc for no reason other than you can't get this moment unless the other stuff exists. So I'm, like, always invested in the continuing story. But, like, if I say something like Romance Dawn, which is the first chapter and the first arc up until, like, the buggy, when they beat buggy, compared to, like, some other anime, that's still a good arc. It's not even bad. Like, it's a solid arc. And that's, like, I would say all of the arcs. Some people, they have, like, Thriller Bark and um, uh, Fishman Island and Long Ring Longland as, like, those are bad arcs or something. In the manga, I would not say the same thing just because personally I think they're actually good arc and they're good arcs and they have good moments. But I think overall the series is really good and it's like 
when someone complains, I'm like, I'm trying to like hold that hope, bolster them, try to push them. But I'm like, if you can't enjoy it, I probably like it. It's a loss, I'd say, for the person because you know I feel like you're not trying to enjoy it. But you know, it kind of sucks because I think the series has a lot of value that can actually like enhance your life in some way, shape, or form if you just like immerse yourself into it. Right? I feel like there is a lot. If you're a racist person, you know, and you're getting to like Fisher Tiger's backstory and you understand what Fisher Tiger is coming from and the humans and that whole relationship, I mean, that could be a life changing experience for all you know. Yeah, they should fucking, like that should be required, required reading in the deep south. 600 chapters in to get there and 500 plus episodes. Or and so, like, if people drop off. Bro, but the thing about Fire Force is that it's not 900 episodes. It's shorter. It's so much shorter. So it's like, you know, like, but that just comes down to purely taste aspects because there's people who love Naruto and hate One Piece or they'll like Bleach. Yeah, some people have bad and like they'll, they'll like Bleach and they'll hate Hunter Hunter and things like that. And you're like, okay, when, when you're an anime fan and you're like analyzing it, for the most part, that side of the community is always like, okay, that kind of doesn't make sense if you're going like quality, but quality is all subjective, right? It's what you can relate to or find the best pieces in. And so like, if you're not into Fire Force, there's going to be like, if those jarring moments are just like so bad to you personally, then it'll make sense that like, oh, I can't get invested because these characters or something like that. But in terms of story, I feel like it's a good story to follow and it's interesting. And there's a lot of good character moments that happen. They just take a little time. Justin, it's you. I think he muted himself. <laughs> no, it froze for a second. Uh, I was like, oh man, everyone stop moving. What's going on? Weather's terrible. It makes this stable connection so bad. All right, Justin, what do you got? I have nothing. Unless we want to talk about Maggie all day, I have nothing. I'm telling you, man. The only things I've been doing is mostly just reading manga, and I just caught up. I, I actually went back and read My Hero again. Even though I said I took it off my list to read it. I, I, I wonder, like, you read the whole thing back? Or no. just caught up? Hell no, I would never restart all over again for that. I was going to say, holy shit. <laughs> no, I just went it's back not, to where it's I It's not stopped. even that much of a commitment, but... What is no, it? it, it That's it, like it 270 is. chapters. It's still a fucking... Yeah, it's like 270? I thought it was 280. I'm tripping. Something I mean, like I, I might be splitting hairs, but... Either way, yeah, I, 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 just right. say, I decided to go back and read it, and it, it was all right, if we're talking about just that. It was, I mean, I didn't expect that, like, for everyone who knows what's going on, whoever reads yes. it, I, did, I didn't expect Spoilers. that. Spoilies ahead. Yeah, skip to... Let's not get into specifics here, but uh, oh, let's go, get like, general specifics. thoughts. We're, I think we're all no, caught up. no. I, I, I do not want to rant. We, we have other... We could talk about My Hero, My Hero for another I'll, I'll episode. It, we, got, we got five minutes to rant on My Hero. No, we'll keep it I'll, general, like, minimal spoilers. Like, you can mention a few stuff. Don't go anything major, man. 
All right, Justin, you got it. I do not need a rant right now. Oh, my gosh. We don't need an episode that goes until, like, 1 o'clock, bro. (laughs) Man's got full reign, and Rashawn just has to keep a hand on the e-brake. I I need to keep a hand on this because the moment I take the hand off of myself, oh, gosh, we have no control. Hey, either way, I I wasn't going to go fully into it. I was just going to say that. Where did you stop? I I at least want to know that much, like, before. Well, before when I stopped, it was like, like what arc? The raid. The raid? Yeah. So the start of this arc? No, more like in the middle of the raid when, when, what's it called? That bunny girl was about to. Oh, oh okay, okay. So you, like, right when they went to the hospital. Oh, so you're okay. not, like, all the way caught up. Well, he's no. saying that's where he started back. That's where he left off. Oh. Uh... Yeah. Yeah, and, pay attention. and then uh, I read through it. I mean, the, the thing that caught me off was obviously, if everyone knows, that that surprise, oh, he, uh, the villain is now stronger. Uh, the the Shigaraki stuff? Yeah. Yeah, and I was like, oh, how are they going to stop him now? Teamwork. <laughs> okay, okay. Let me just say, if you read, like, the official chapter comes out tomorrow, but if you read the chapter and, like, that final scene where that that uh, quote-unquote mystery person is on the floor, who we all know who I'm talking about, but that mystery person is, like, floored, and I saw that scene, and I'm like, bro, you're killing me. I don't, I don't know, like, I, I understand you're trying to nerf. I, I hate when they do this in series four. I know it's not over here. This is not like the final arc. It's going; they're going to escape or something, and it's going to build up into a final arc with like one or two arcs in between. I feel like that's where the series is going now, because you've built up everything, and so the only thing left is just to topple it all over, right? But yeah. like seeing that way the chapter ended kind of aggravated me because I'm like, it, it's it's like what they did with Muzan. And I know it's not going to be the same outcome. I feel like Shigaraki will definitely pay off at the end of the day and the League of Villains will pay off, you know, once all those characters come to play and everything works out. But, like, when you have to nerf a character so hard and you have to, like, bolster the heroes just as equally as hard, but it's hard to believe the hero side is working, it makes it tough. Like, these past chapters where it's just kids doing all the work. And I'm like, bro, these pro heroes suck. It aggravates me because I'm like, what's the point? Like, these kids are doing, like, the Lord's work in this land. And all the regular pro heroes, I'm like, bro, how'd you get your license? You're trash. Like, you shouldn't be qualified. You can't do anything. Deadliest generation. You got heroes, like, crust, busy, like, you know, stuff is happening to these pro heroes. And you're taking losses. And the villains are, like, doing perfectly fine. And it's intentional to make them seem more threatening. But at the same time, it doesn't makes sense unless you're trying to make them only imposing like you're not trying to do anything beyond that you're not trying to bolster and like enhance these characters in any way you're only focusing on the students and like the five main pro heroes and then it's completely every other focus is on like the villains right and you know that trash villain redestro who i dislike with passion but that's besides the point yeah let me say at least one thing about the villains i think the villains are amazing i'm getting tired of the let's make the villain 
more understanding and make it seem like they had a hard life going through. It's like, yeah, we've heard it uh, go like a with my hero. Times. With my hero, I think it makes sense because the way the series has been handled, it feels like all the villains have been set up to be, you know, outcomes of the society. So, like, for this series in particular, I don't think it's that much of an issue. Now, if it was, like, in something like Black Clover, like, it, you've been keeping up with Black Clover. So, if they want to make someone like Dante understanding, like, that's completely different to me. I'm like, I, I don't know if you can actually do that with a character like that. But, like, with, you know, my hero, it's something like the Doflamingo effect where it's like, okay, we have this villain and we, you just want to, like, do an introspection. Like, why is he the way he is? And if you have a story to tell, that's good. You can do it. But if you don't, you know, it's completely different. Oh, he, he left us. Where'd he go? He's Audi. I'm still here. He's back. Okay, just, just making sure you didn't die on us or anything like that. Didn't want any uh, tragic, uh, you know, Hansoning happening. No, I'm still here. Chris Hansen right. be coming for motherfuckers for real. But you understand, like... The point I'm trying to make is that, like, for this series, I don't think it's an actual bad thing because I feel like it's been set up that way since Stain, you know? No, it's understandable with Stain. I would like... But I feel like I understand the backlash. No, I would, I, I would understand if on the side of Stain, but the main villain that they're trying to push, she's all... Oh, he accidentally killed his family. It's like, oh, he had an abusive father. Same trope. It, it got. He's he's not the perfect villain for all this. He he's basically all for one point two, like two two If, if I was like point two, I mean. I'm like, what? He's one fifth is worth. Basically, he's just he's just gonna be another all for one. If you read the recent chapter, he's he's like, like he just wants to be a better version of him. It's just well, okay. I think it's been emphasized that you know he does not want to be a different version. He wants to be his own person with his own goals. So I'll say that much because one thing about that chapter was when that happens. That was the one, one of the major parts of the chapter I liked was that he was like, you know, I, my goal is not to be him. Now, granted, the way it's set up, it kind of contradicts itself. But at the same time, as a character, I feel like, you know, assessing that, you know, you want to be differentiated means a lot. Because if you didn't, then I feel like you would follow that trope of Deku wants to be All Might, you know, Shigaraki, like, wants to be his mentor. So I feel like you run into that hard line of making it really boring because, you know, then you're just doing these two younger prodigy characters as like the same mentor characters and then you're just repeating a fight that's already happened, which I wouldn't have been a fan of. But that's just my personal opinion on the matter because Shigaraki is like one of the few characters I genuinely enjoy because he's been built up in such a slow burn, nice counterfoil style to Deku. He just wants to make it another Meteor City. He just wants a world where it's all just Meteor City. No heroes, I mean, just, just I, I think of like of a just... character like that is like a mirror of a Blackbeard, right? And I love Blackbeard. So 
I am more sympathetic to that style of character because sometimes it does work. Granted, it could absolutely suck. So. Yeah, I think my hero has been made recently. But that's just me. That's a whole other can of worms. We went can over the five minutes, so I don't want can of worms can be opened another time. Yeah, <laughs> oh, I don't want to go disappeared. too hard on it. I don't know. If there's someone else going negative on it, I feel like there's a good chance I might be able to be more positive. But if it's like just me, it's just like a slow downhill decline of like negativity just boiling out because then it's just me like, oh, well, no one's going to counter me. So I could just talk about all the bad points. <laughs> but he talked about my hero. So what else have I been watching? ReZero. I'll keep ReZero short because honestly, based on so far in the season, I feel like, like just like season one, it starts off like starts off first episode really interesting, gets you invested. The next few episodes are kind of like backtracking, slow burn, and then eventually there's like this. It's not a climax. It's like the opposite of a climax, or it's like the low point, and then it builds upwards towards the exposition, the buildup then the climax so i feel like both seasons have done that in a way so you have like this patch of episodes and moments that i feel like are kind of boring or useless or it, it's not because they are it's because i already understand what's going on and so when i'm watching the episodes it's always like checking off you know ticks on a checklist or something like that and so like when that's happening i'm slowly becoming less invested because i'm like okay i feel like this has already been told like have you ever watched a series and you're like i feel like this has already been said but they're saying it again yeah i hate that and it when being, like, shit's redundant man yeah exactly and then you're like uh, i don't know how i should feel about this and i feel like when i was watching like the second to last episode i was like i feel like i understood this completely the moment the episode opened because once it happens i'm like i know exactly what this is and i guessed it but it's not really a guess i feel like the clues are there that it, it makes sense and so the whole episode, it's like almost 30 minutes because these episodes are slightly longer than regular anime episodes. I'm watching it and I'm waiting for that big moment to act like a twist and it finally happens. And I'm like, you know, I feel like this is understood, but I guess it depends on the watcher. So I feel like... Yeah, some people are fucking stupid. <laughs> Gosh, you don't mince your words, do you? Anyways. Well, I mean, you know. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> I'm like, fucking... My word bank's smaller when I'm stoned, so I just got to fucking pew, pew, uh, shoot from the hip. And it's like, yeah. I mean, if the thing about ReZero... Oh, you know, just finish off your... No, I wasn't saying that. I'm like, okay, you know, if you like are watching a show and they're fucking... They're saying things and you're seeing things... And if you can't combine those two things into, like, information. thoughts. Yeah. Then you're dumb. Now, the thing about this is I do this for a lot of shows, which is why I'm not watching anime to, like, be surprised or, like, be swept off my feet. I'm just watching it to enjoy it, you know? And so as long as it does things that I expect enjoyment out of or handles things properly, I'm fine. But, like, because season one did the same thing where it does things that I'm like, I feel like you're detracting from the characters or you're taking too long to get to like emphasize these main points or you're like focusing all these weaker moments or you're doing nothing. 
it kind of bugs me. So like if the episode is long, I will like be five minutes in it and I'll like check Instagram or check social media or like look up news or something else to do. And then I'll eventually get back to the episode. And like sometimes it takes me a while to watch episodes out because I keep losing investment, waiting for like that big moment to happen. I feel like this season has done it quite a bit because I'm not binging it or anything and I'm watching weekly. So there's that effect to it. But I feel like because season one took so long to build up, I feel like this season should hopefully not take as long. But it all depends on like how it handle, handles itself. Yeah, I didn't watch season one, but... I, I Personally, I think season one is rough in the start. Like, I, I feel like I'm in the opposite yeah. pool. Subaru as a character is super understandable and I feel like there's a lot of people who can relate to him super easily like if they were in this world and like the attributes of this world and like the way he's living I feel like there's so many people who would relate to that but personally the way he acts is like so against like my natural logic which doesn't bug me that he's the way he is but as a character he's naturally annoying to me that's how so, like, following him is just tiresome sometimes but i understand what he's doing what's the dude from shield heroes name now fumi he i I felt i didn't feel the exact same way after like the halfway point of the season or so or like oh like a quarter way or so i eventually like i'm like okay maybe he's a little okay but like the very start of the season he bugged me he always he yeah like he grew on me as the season i think he was too brash for so long well even just the shit like he would say things and i was like just like always to myself like you could make this so much easier on yourself like i like if you say like one or two lines different yeah you know i was like everything would change or something i was like he was so obstinate for the sake of being obstinate that like after a while it just got like i i feel like it was does that too so, yeah, I see what you're saying, where it's just like... Now, the thing with Subaru, this is, like, something that's emphasized in the first episode. He has an ability, restart to, like, he calls it restart to death or whatever. So, like, if he dies, oh, yeah. he has a checkpoint. So, like, he yeah. goes insane for, like, a good chunk of the first season. And I understand that. So, like, I, I don't take away points or knock the episodes or the series for that. It doesn't make the experience worse. It just makes it a little harder to get through. In my opinion, I don't think it makes it worse. I think it's still a good season. But it wasn't until, like, he overcame that, which I'd say technically overcame it because I feel like he goes back into those tropes at the start of the season, too, which is one of my issues. But, like, it's after, like, this big moment that people, like, love or hate, the Rem and Subaru moment where, like, she confesses to him and he's like, oh, no, I love this other girl. But I'm like, his whole character makes sense to say no because (laughs) he's basically saying he loves her the whole time. Right, and so when that happens, people like hate it or something, and they're like, "Oh, he's so stupid." But I'm like, "Listen, he he hasn't acted any different, so I, I don't expect a different answer." And then he's like, "You know what? Let me move forward and try to be a hero or something like that." He he gets some like confidence in him, and he starts acting and using his head properly, and he's moving forward. And I'm like, "Oh, finally, some good Subaru moments." And he gets season two, and it backtracks everything, and I'm like, "Oh, not again." Just suffered for so long. I was Same hoping, old Subi. but you know, it, it it doesn't make it worse, but it just makes it like tough to watch sometimes. Like sort of online type effect, like 
when you're watching an episode, you don't want it to feel longer than it is. I would say it's, I'm almost certain it's going to be a recommend, but at this moment, like, I know there's plenty of people who do love the season as it is right now, so nothing to them. At this moment, I'd be like, if you're watching and it wasn't holding you or if you weren't into, like, parts of season one, I feel like this carries over some of the worst parts of season one. Not the whole time, but at, like, moments. I'd probably say if you were, you know, you weren't invested in the series, you'd probably drop it, but that's just my take right now. I'm not probably going to pick it up. TBH. All right, so we can talk about, I guess, God of High School, Decadence, and Rent-A-Girlfriend are the only ones left, so your choice is next, Troy. I'll do God of High School because Decadence is better. Um, that's a little spoiler for my Decadence hype up coming later. Um. God of High School is dope as fuck, though. Uh, this newest episode was dank. Really Bro, drove this home. This newest episode. Oh, my gosh. I I'll just, talk about the newest episode yeah, later. We're gonna, I, I don't want to, like, whatever. Bury the lead. Is that what it is? Spill my... Yeah. Whatever. It, it, bury I the could, lead is the right thing. You can I could get that. dirty with it. Um, But... It uh, it's tight. Action's tight. Animation's super tight because it's Mappa, so obviously. Uh, but the thing that really kind of caught me off guard was, I thought it was just gonna be like a yeah, fuck you tournament arc. Look at all this cool action fighting animation. Uh, and then it turned out to be like pretty like emotionally resonant having a lot of dope fucking character beats uh the type of action that's going on was a huge subversion of my expectations uh there's just like a lot i didn't see coming from a show that i thought was going to be just kind of a standard fucking fighting show so I was like, this definitely is a hard smash if you're not watching it. Because I think it's not like it's the most, like, got the most heart out of any show I've ever watched. But the fact that it has any, considering it's like a show pretty. It, it, it's like a Dragon Ball Z, because I feel like exactly. I've heard a lot of reports that it's like, oh, a love letter to Dragon Ball Z and stuff. But it has a little more touch of emotion. Yeah, and like spilled up. Got way more. And I feel like the characters, like their development will have a payoff instead of just being like kind of. I feel like the development in DBZ characters is always just kind of like a result. I would say non existent. Well, yeah, but like it's like Piccolo developed into a father figure only because Goku was off fighting only because Goku was not that (laughs) exactly so like everyone develops and grows as a result of Goku and his like story and plot and blah 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 blah. but I feel like God of High School actually has like like emotional payoff 
for their characters and I think the development that we have seen and will see is just going to be like more worthwhile. Yeah, more tied to the plot and less tied to the actions of Gene Mori. It'll they kind of will develop on their own. But alongside him feels more like a trio going on an adventure. Yeah. Versus like let's all fucking try and keep up with this god tier goaded broken. Now, I, I feel character. like Jin Mori will probably get that type of aspect to him. I For don't sure. think they'll I don't think they'll fall. I, I'll be optimistic. I hope they won't fall too far behind and that they'll have their moments to shine. You but know? yeah, think about one piece does it I don't I'm keeping this quick. Rashawn, don't even I, I, I was gonna I was gonna mention something about it, but I chose not to because I'm like, oh man, we gotta keep this like streamlined and it's always it's always one piece here. But uh, like Luffy's the strongest. Luffy fights Do Flamingo and Arlong and blah blah blah. But Zoro fights the number two. Sanji fights another one of the strong ones. Fucking Nami gets into some goofy shit. Usopp's usually, like, doing some goofy shit, sometimes fighting a higher up. You know, like, they all have stuff to grow and stuff. And I feel like they set up the girl, I'm forgetting her name, she's got glasses. Mira? Mira. I'm hoping that she has a fight. Justin, don't say shit. But I'm hoping (laughs) she has a fight with the dude that she was supposed to marry. And I hope that she's the one who gets to settle it. I, I am hoping there is a good fight out of that. Yes, because if, like, I feel like Jean it was Mor- very underwhelming. But no, I don't want Gene Mori or the other no, guy. I think, I think Mira could do it herself because yes. I feel like it emphasized that point if they choose to do that. And I feel like he's too strong to just you know do that one-off hit. Yeah, know? and he's part of that organization that is clearly lurking in the background, which is yeah. another reason the show is a smash because there's a trip-ass christian oh because that's secret villain organization every show every good show needs one of those and they're religious like the pedophiles in the church oh gosh i said the word justin you're gonna have to edit that out but (laughs) smash this show's a smash i mean i i can bounce off your points too like i feel like the characters are emphasized really well in this series compared to my expectations of what they were like I know Justin said they do a lot more, and I've seen a lot of, like, you know, of the source material readers of the Webtoon and the Manwa and stuff complain that they're, like, oh, they're leaving out so many stuff. But, like, my thing about a series is I've, I've read and watched series, you know, sometimes there are drastic changes that happen. My whole thing about it is if the anime is still good, you still have the source material. It could be its own thing if it's just as good, right? If it's trying to be a one-to-one, and it's like lacking in that department, that's completely different. Like I, I feel like it's a series that's, you know, aiming for that one-to-one angle, but it's still emphasizing the main points that, you know, it needs to. And I feel like it's doing them well. I don't think it sucks in what it's doing. If it's not having those certain moments, that's to get people to like read the source material, right? Like the whole point of the, you know, what's the word I can use for this? I, I guess trades, trades would work, you know, Capatio. the paper trades and stuff like webtoons, whatever. Cause you know, like they, they sell volumes for these stuff afterwards. 
And so series like Naruto, One Piece, you know, any shonen in general, any manga, oh, like dude, even light novels, right? KNY fucking blew up after the anime. Oh, and it, and it, well, that's a whole different topic. But the well, whole no, thing is like, that, yeah, like the the source material is supposed to be like that emphasis definitive version, right? It's very rarely that the anime does its own thing that excels because it's a lot easier for the, you know, anime is based off of like Blu-ray sales. Like that's how you get new seasons or like good reception and things like that. The anime itself needs to make its own money, but it all translates back into like the manga and the source material. And so it's a two front effort, like merchandising and all that stuff. It all works back to support the source material. And so a series like this, if you're missing out on those moments and people are trying to hype up that it's even better, then you translate those sales, right? But if you keep saying like a good series and it's a good series and you say it sucks and you're saying only read the source material, you lose a lot of people that way because they're like, well, you keep saying this and I'm like, I'm enjoying this, but you're telling me to read it. I might as well not read it because there's a lot. A and lot of people do that with like One Piece and I hate not it. Not everyone like, reads too. Not everyone wants to read, right? I always recommend the One Piece manga, but if you can't get into that, I, like there's nothing I could do, right? I can sure, send yeah. you like, I could send you uh, panels and things like that to like, you know, get you interested in it. And I could tell you it's better, but if you don't want to read it, that's as far as I go. And so like a lot of series work like that where, you know, people are only going to watch. They'll watch in sub or dub or whatever their preference is. And so like if you're sub. fighting someone's preference, you know, you lose a lot of the interest of the series. I plan on reading it eventually, right? Like, eventually. But the anime itself, I feel like it's the characters are done well. I feel like the pacing is done really well. I don't know what you're looking at right now. I got... You're... I did something tight with a... <laughs> oh, gosh. I, I, we could talk about that later. I don't need to hear it right now on, on this podcast. But, goodness. I feel like the series is doing well on its own currently. That I don't see the need to complain, for one thing. And if there are complaints, I feel like there's better things to say than just, oh, this moment's not in here, so it's bad. Because I feel like this latest episode was really good, and, like, anime episodes don't get that good this off. Like, it's really hard to hit that 10 out of 10 genuine peak it for was, an anime. It was 10 out of 10. And you know what's amazing? Decadence was better. All right, spit your uh, Decadence talk. It's just I, here. I watched God of Tower School first and was like I was moved. I was spiritually and emotionally touched by this most recent episode. Oh my gosh. Um, but Decadence uh, decided to come in with their most recent episode and say we're going to do something really similar and then we're also going to have some really dope coolness. Mm-hmm. So watch Decadence dance um it's a hard smash it doesn't have source material which is what we were just like saying it literally has to carry its own weight yeah which is a very difficult task yeah so like it's on hulu so it's just basically going to go off of views and how much conversation they can get and eventually maybe they'll i mean it's it's going to translate to blu-ray sales yeah especially because that's like the money's going strictly to the company. 
mm -hmm. and like everyone who's worked on it. So it needs those secondary sales. Yeah. So like it's got to probably will so not great. get, but you know, it fucking better. So anyway, you guys all should watch Decker Teams. Well, everyone but me. So it uh, it's got a girl who's very likable main character she's funny and fun and thanks funny and fun what a combination yeah like she literally is, she's got that magnetic main character personality they all have but she's just goofy and like is a good source of comic relief at least in the early episodes and she bounces off her like very stoic boss in a funny way her boss is a fucking robot that's this big like a McDonald's toy, which I always say because it's funny. And they live in their little weird robot world because it's like the Matrix and it's a false reality. And Decadence is just a video game. The most recent episode, Spoilies. Wait, wait, Spoilies, wait. They find, she finds out that they're basically in an endless loop of bullshit because they're in a video game. So then next episode's gonna be tight. Um, but yeah, it's got it's got the intrigue and weirdness of Fire Force, but it starts out with its foot on the throttle. First episode's hype, second episode's pretty intense, slows down briefly. Training art training episode, blah blah blah. Episode five's gangster. So like I don't know. I feel like every time you describe it, you're like describing a different aspect of the trope every episode. Because, yeah, they don't... And, like, there's ways you can make that work, but, like, every time you're describing it, I'm like, bro, it sounds super difficult to get into because you don't go into specifics or anything, so it's, like, just the bare bones, and I'm like, at just the bare bones of the sound of it, it sounds like such a disjointed series, right? Dude, it, if I, like, went I'd have to take some time because, like, the whole robot world, humans don't know it exists, but the mm -hmm. robots all know the humans exist. And the humans are just looked at as, like, basically expendable. And so it's just this, like, really fucked up dynamic of, like, a corporation who's, like, just trying to maintain their video game at any cost mm -hmm. and then like a girl fight like who doesn't even realize that she's fighting against the system yet and then her like boss mentor is like basically a undercover agent for the whatever corporation yeah. but he, he ends up becoming a turncoat and like works to save this girl so it's got like, and there's like, when they're playing Decadence, the video game, fighting the Gadol, the combat's intense and cool. And then you like step back away and it's like this weird, really fucking weird, like fake react. It's like the Matrix, but like a little mm -hmm. bit different. Like there are robots like basically tricking humans about the like true nature of their reality. 
Yeah. It's like that is the plot of Matrix One, more or less. Well, and Justin, you're here, right? You watched it. With Attack on Titan style monster fights, that's extremely, extremely bloody. So I'm like, he's gone now, shit. But if you like blood and I was about to ask him his Matrix, thoughts, man. Watch it. I'm gonna say it. That's how I get people now. It's the Matrix. Blood and Matrix. Attack on Titan had a baby. Okay, Justin, do you With share Hayaku. these thoughts? It's a cool show. I just find the main character really annoying. What? Yeah. <laughs> The whole, uh, the whole, oh, I'm scared for a second and then I'm going to be, and then I guess unscared and I just attack the monster without knowing its full power. I mean, sh- she complains too much to me. The whole thing of covering like up the, the whole thing of covering up the, um, the little monster dude. And making it seem like it's just a regular pet, I thought that was dumb. It's like it's obviously illegal to have that. That it's like okay, let's just cover it up with a hoodie. I don't expect everybody to think, to think that it's just a dog, even though it has the most obnoxious face in the world. Bro, everyone did think it was a dog, and they that's just... the dumb thing about it. I mean, it's a good show. It's just you're you're acting like all these people see dogs all the time. Have you seen a dog in the show besides him? That's the point. Where <laughs> Justin's like they're all idiots. Well, I, I can't understand. He's like if you've if I'm if you've never seen a dog uh, and someone brought a weird looking four legged thing and was like this is my dog, you'd be like word. I didn't know dogs were that ugly, but like say less. No, it's like they've seen all these different monsters. They don't know. Maybe they do or maybe they don't know what dogs look like. But somehow they accept this strange looking thing into their world like it's just going to be normal. It's like if you see something with bugged out eyes, a sloppy tongue. It's a chihuahua. Exactly. I don't want that in my... I don't want that in my area. He's like, I'm a punt kick it. <laughs> you might. I don't like chihuahuas either, but like, I look at it, I'm like, huh, that's an interesting choice of pet you have there. I'm gonna go ahead and carry on. Nah, I will be suspicious very fast. I'll be the ones calling the cops right away. Okay, Karen. Oh, this guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Don't have that. Accept it. You can't defeat him. Bro, that is a wild that's wild you don't like the main character because she put I mean, a... sh- she's all right it's just like he just she, said she's, she's annoying just, and she like rises gear sometimes dude she's, no she she reminds me of emma from promise neverland she get she got to she got things way too easily see so like you, 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 when you say that example I'm not a huge Emma fan. Like, there are times where she just bugs me because characters with, like, that pure optimism, unless you feel like it works. Like, in her situation, it doesn't feel like it works because of when you see the greater world. So it always, like, throws me off because it feels unnatural to have that. But that's just me, you know? Dude, that's just... 
I'm, I don't know. Like, I'm just so – I'm such a Hunter Hunter fan that, like, Gon watches Kite, his arm get ripped off in a fraction of a second, and then Killua takes him out of that scene, and Gon turns around and is like, Kite's alive. He's okay. Let's go get him. And Killua was like, like the heck is wrong with you, boy? <laughs> yeah, he's like, no, Kite's dead, but I can't tell you because you're, like, such a bright light. You're going to get everyone oh. killed over here. Well, that's your naivety. That's that meme where he's like, you know, when Killua's got glasses, where he's like, bro, you're so lit. But, like, he's literally, like, saying, like, you're such a relentless force of optimism that, like, no matter what I say can't bring you down. And so I got that character trope very dear to my heart. So whenever I see that in a show, I'm like, that's why when Emma has it, I love Emma. Fucking uh, Ray's got the Killua angsty little boy aesthetic. So I fuck with, I'm like, Ray and Emma are both like cool characters. Uh, I don't even remember this new girl in Decadence's name, honestly, because I'm a fucking high ass. Um, but she, I think she's fun. And I enjoy that. And if you don't enjoy that, it's because you're a cop. Oh, gosh. <laughs> no, I'm just the negative man around here, man. You're just calling the cops on someone's dog. Hey, that dog was ugly. She's just bird watching. He's going to see someone like walking their kid outside or put him in a stroller, and he's going to be like, dang, that thing is ugly. 911, I have an emergency. He's going to start <laughs> calling the cops on ugly dogs. Like, it's going to be a thing. Of course I would. Nobody wants that ugly thing in the world. Someone's gonna oh, be like, "This boy, is a fourteen hundred dollar Yorkish." You know what we should do? Theory. We should buy him um a blobfish, right, and have him keep it as a pet. I'm killing it right away. <laughs> right away. If I see it <laughs> on my doorstep, I'm burning it. I'm taking it out of his fish tank and I'm burning it. For I'm not even gonna. Relentless. I'm not gonna eat it either. I'm just gonna toss it in the woods. All right, ignore this man and watch Deck and Dance. <laughs> yeah, watch it. And if, he didn't even say he had a problem with it. He, he no, said I'm he liked the series, okay? I'm still watching it. I mean, I've gone, I mean, it's on episode five right now, and I'm not, well, I'm enjoying it still. It's just the main character ifs me sometimes. Now, I did check some reactions, and it seems like anyone who stuck with it, they're like, okay, whatever problems they had, they're okay with now. Like, it clears up to them, but that's like from, only so many people that I've seen, but in terms of the mass, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I haven't seen who's a lot stuck of with it talking about it, which is a shame because holy fuck, episode five was toy. You, you know, you know what's a, a good hot take? You know, it's not even a hot take. I, I thought this was such a hot take. Now, like I said this from like what the first or second episode, so in my head, I'm like. Oh, this has to be a hot take, right? And it probably was then, but now it's surprisingly, I've just seen so much popularity and talks about it. I'm like, well, now it's not a hot take anymore. And I, I feel like it's kind of sucks. But Rent-A-Girlfriend is like the most popular anime out this season in terms of like quality. I was so surprised so many people like had such high praise for it. I was, I was baffled because I was like now, looking at like Twitter and like Instagram and stuff. And I'm like, bro. 
I would say it is like the most entertaining anime this season. But I, I didn't expect so many other people to say the same thing. That's your algorithm, bro. Because I, I'm under the impression that Fire Force is fucking. I have not seen like all I've seen. I've seen so yeah. much negativity towards Fire Force. Now, granted, it's a lot of people who dropped it or like haven't watched it or anything, and they're like, you know, talking based off season one, and they're like, well. You know, people will talk about the it's one or two bad things that happens, and then everyone else will roast the type effect. I haven't seen too much on Fire Force. Now, this is only today, but I've seen, I've like, seen a ton all. on Rent-A-Girlfriend. I haven't seen anything on Rent-A-Girlfriend except for what you've been saying. And I, I don't. Posting the, I just have seen the shinra Karan fight and different clips from that. Oh, I'm like... I'm like, I, okay, I get it. I've seen it. Shinra fights a guy. Like, it's neat. Okay, you don't all need to post clips. No, nah, this is something I only seen like the past three days. But every time, like, I've seen comment sections because I was like, oh man, a post about this. Like my first post seeing it, and everyone's like, oh, what's the uh, what's your favorite animes of the season? And like the two most popular ones I've seen, like Uzaki Chan and like Rent a Girlfriend, are like on average the more popular ones. And I haven't watched Uzaki Chan. But I hear a lot of good stuff about it. The only reason I don't I watch it is because is. Is, that is, another, like, is that another date dating? I don't know. Dating? I don't think it's the exact same. I feel like it follows that it, it's like it's like the annoying girlfriend or annoying best friend type series, but it's like an etchy or something like that. I haven't. I know Stan's watched an episode, so if he's ever here, we can ask him. But Stan and his know. etchy man. Didn't he watch hey, B-Stars, mean, too? Oh, gosh. You're going to, like, kill this man. He's not even here. <laughs> I'm not. I'm just. Anyways. B-Stars is a can of. I don't say Rent-A-Girlfriend is the best of the season because it's, like, the most intricate 10 out of 10 plot, like, the most emotional storyline. It is, like, the most entertaining per episode show i've watched this season like fire force there are parts of episodes that you know like are just slower because you're building up to moments or like re-zero which i've said this season has started off the way i felt like with season one it's a little better you know misfit of demon academy i feel like it's more a little above average range and so like a ton of shows i've been watching you know other than like say one piece or digimon which keep me invested because obviously top tier shows right but rental girlfriend for this season because you know just came out the comedy in the series has been great now justin if you want to disagree get all your complaints out now i want to hear them all right time for mr negativity here i come main character annoys me (laughs) okay i understand completely i feel like that's on purpose at least it's like, uh, this is this going to be like my hot takes. This is going to be a corner of my negativity of all the shows that I watch. My tea ready. He doesn't watch yes. the show to like it. He Unless it's like Moggy tier, it's like trash to this dude. Everything is trash compared to Moggy. But yeah, uh, it was the main character. This dude what are you going to understand like obviously it's mostly based on like human interactions with a few boys here and there mm-hmm. come on 
And then the girl, she's going to be like, oh, I thought you almost died. And then act like nothing ever happened. Like, come on, man. How many times are you two going to go through that little moment? And then the next few seconds, she's ignoring him again, pretending not to like him. And then a second later, it's like, yeah, I'm only doing this for your grandma, man. Get out of here. I don't want to hear that below me. Come on, man. The main character, he needs to just leave the... He, he needs to stop being so horny, man. His whole motivation for for trying to get back with his ex is just to try and smash. That may seem like a Chad move. I don't, I don't know. I think a lot acting. of people find that relatable, Justin. I feel like that relates to too many people out there. The the way he's acting, that's more like a sit move to me. He's gonna I mean, I don't laugh. disagree. He's going to laugh at her belittling him. If you ever saw a girl trying to belittle me, Oh, I, this is, from from what this, we heard this, you talk hold about, on, hold on, hold on. behind this the next, scenes, we know what your reaction is. So the series might next, be like out of your like mindset. This is like too big brain for wait, you. Wait, wait, wait. This next statement, Some big man. If anybody is, is sensitive to it, take it as a joke. If you're not sensitive, this is serious. If a girl is trying oh, to be a little beat, I'm just straight up punching. <laughs> Never mind, all right. Boy, Negative dressing is out. Okay, with that all aside, down. I will say I think the main character is intentionally so hard to like make a good decision. Like sometimes it's like, oh, he's he's doing the right thing. He's cool. He's using his pet. And then there's times where he's just like, bro. You're an absolute idiot, man. Like, do your do your brain cells not function like a normal human beings? Like, it's it's like a constant struggle. But then again, I'm like, I know people who are just like this dude, and it bugs me that I know people just like him because it's like sometimes you're like, it's like if you have that like one guy friend like you're super cool with, but every other day he's doing he's doing something super idiotic, and you gotta like slap some sense into him, right? And, like, so when you have his best friend character there, who is, like, this, that's a Chad, man. This dude is, like, bro, I know this guy's an absolute dweeb, moron. He has, like, negative five brain cells, man. But he he, he doesn't mean it. He, he's not trying to be stupid, you know. And he's, like, trying to defend his friend, even though he knows he's stupid. I'm, like, bro, that guy's so, he's out there. Now, I do want to bring up, because we had this discussion, right, Apparently, Troy, you know, him and his uh, 150 IQ brain out here. Oh, wait. Can I preface this? I was calling a lot of people stupid. I myself am stupid. (laughs) (laughs) So, like, I know who's stupid because I'm one of you guys. So, like, it's just a spade calling a spade a spade, you know? So, there's that. Keep that in mind for this little spiel. Justin, what are you doing? I'm trying to lighten up this whole thing. I don't know area. if you're done talking. My internet connection was fighting me there. I was like... Oh, yeah. I was just letting people know I'm also stupid, so don't be offended. Okay, that's, that's a good point to make. So, I, I guess I probably... I, I could have sworn I mentioned this in, like, the first episode or something where I'm like, all right, 
this is like following this college age student, right? And this plot is following these college age characters. And, you know, the main character, you know, he's kind of like a little too erotic, you know, a little too, he's trying to, you know, cop a feel type guy. And like his whole goal is to try to, you know. Well, he's gone. Oh, I, I ran and his ex is now jealous. And like, he's like, oh, two girls, right? But he's like, oh, this one is not real. So let me go for my ex. Because, which makes sense in from his character aspect, where he's like, I don't think this is real. And it, and there's a lot of stuff that alludes to, because every time he's around, you know, um, Chizuru, she has her modes, right? She has her job mode and her regular mode, right? So it doesn't, it, it makes sense still the way he acts, because it feels fake to him whenever she's acting one way and then she has to switch, right? But somewhere down the line, I keep talking about how good the show is, but how like hilarious these horny moments are, right? And and for some reason, Troy, I, I keep trying to tell him, I'm like, bro, the show is good. Why, why are you, what is your issue? And he's like, bro, it's like Big Mouth. And at first I'm like, I, I didn't know, I, I completely forgot Big Mouth was a thing. And I'm like, did he just call me like a big mouth brain? What is that supposed to mean? I'm like, he's trying to roast me. I was trying to meme here. Like, I was trying to be nice. And he's like attacking me all of a sudden. And then he's like, oh no, this show is like big mouth. And I'm like, I, I haven't watched big mouth. I don't, I don't understand. And I'm like, bro, it's like preview best scenes. And you know, it, it's all about, you know, sexual education. I'm like, this doesn't sound right at all. I'm like, are you talking about the right show, man? I'm like, yeah. I'm like, this, these are college-age characters. What's the issue here? And you're like, wait a second. <laughs> I thought there was a business that was sending minors out oh, to other minors and was like, y'all hyping this show? I was like, this is your king? <laughs> like, are you serious right now? Turns out she's of age and it's... Who, you know, it's not even high school. They're they're legit college age students. <laughs> yeah, it's just a woman making a living. Like, who am I? To uh, bro, I was dying, man. I was like, bro, what what is your issue with the show? I'm like, it's good. I'm like, I, I and maybe it's not your cup of tea, but like, what does it have to do with Big Mouth? Like, I don't think it's like Big Mouth. And you're like, oh, bro, man, it's Big Mouth nonsense. And I'm like, dude, what's going on? Oh my gosh, I thought it struggle. was. I thought it was incredibly sus. This, but it turns this out reminds me of um, Stan, totally. right? Stan's like, oh, it's true to Kaisen, right? It's supposed to be out, right? Fall anime is supposed to be out. And I'm like, wait a second, Stan, when do you think fall is? And I'm like, and he's like, wait a second. Oh, it, it's I like, got my seasons mixed up. And I'm like, bro, <laughs> what's going on? Like, bro, it's August. Like, we still have oh, a man. fat minute until summer or until summer's over. I don't even know what else I want to say about the show. I think it's amazing so far. I think it's hilarious. You know, I feel like a lot of the faults to characters are intentional so far. I think the grandma might be the best character in the show. She's hilarious. And for some reason, she's like so supportive of her kid repopulating the earth with his fake girlfriend because she thinks it's real. And both and, and, and the other girl's grandma is her grandma's friend, his grandma's friend. So they're both a part of this, constantly trying to make sure they're together, and it just adds for, like, some unexpected good comedy because they're like, oh, no, we have to break it to them. Every time, it's like, but you guys are together, you know? 
have the same hotel room while we're out on vacation. You know, that type of stuff happens. I'm like, bro, that's so much. I'm like, your grandma's a ride or die. I mean, I can say that much, but God dang, it's hilarious. Grandma's getting him ass, man. What the hell? Uh, uh, it, it's the reason he's gotten so far, like legitimately. He probably would have like confessed at some point already. That's some fuck shit for real. For but, real. Hey, all right. So I think that's it for the main topics. I would recommend Rent a Girlfriend easily. I know you recommended Decadence. Justin, you recommended Decadence, right? Would you recommend Rent a Girlfriend? I'd recommend to check it out. Five episode guide. All right, sounds good. So now we're going to go into our weekly topics. Let's start off. What do you guys want to talk about first? Because I feel like uh, if we don't want to talk about the ones we say more or less drop or anything like that, we don't have to talk about it. So we could just stick to what? To finish off quick. The episodes we really enjoyed was like, I like Rent a Girlfriend, Fire Force, um, uh, Tower of, Tower of uh, not Tower of, God of High School. School you know. of Tower High. Bro, every time, man. God. I always mess up. Um, I'm going to just do a quick little thing of Food Wars because all right, all right. this episode was better than last week. But I just want to say one thing. Um, it was rushed, so there's that. But I didn't say last week. Knockery's challenge, like the fucking orange-haired god tongue, uh-huh. whatever. Um, she's like has a separate challenge than the rest of the blue participants. She has to wait until a round finishes, and then she has to beat every single failed participant in a shokugeki one-on-one so she ends up doing like a hundred in a row and then they open the door and there's like a hundred more losers so she has to fight them all and she's just like keeps beating all these people in one-on-ones which we haven't seen yet because you know Mm -hmm. whatever fuck you (laughs) but i think that part's pretty tight um the whole noir whatever i guess they're spooky and they all have like cooking sticks your investment in this sounds amazing i am enthralled it's whatever the coolest part's knockery because it's like i mean it sounds like a cool flex you know for the series yeah but like as far as it's rushed that's my note on this episode so yeah if someone else wants i guess we could jump into uh an actual great episode this week. Uh, God of High School. I know Justin hasn't watched it. And I definitely want to know your thoughts if you actually do watch this anytime wait, wait, soon. Wait, wait, wait. We already talked about God of High School, haven't we? We're talking about this episode, this latest episode. Yeah, we talked about it. It was the, we main, like it was the first briefly. We, we briefly glanced. There is so much that happens in this episode for the fight of Jin Mori and uh, Han Day, man. Like, they do a great job executing this episode, in my opinion. I, yeah, I really whoever was in this. charge of, like, the director of this episode, because I'm, like, just the way, like, anime directing, blah, blah, blah. Semantics production, blah, blah, blah. The guy who was in charge of this particular episode needs 
a promotion. Because holy fuck, the way it was like paced and layered and like kept doing callbacks onto itself. Yeah. Was dope. And it made all the fighting and every punch like really great. It had weight to it. Yeah, like it was it was tight. It so was... so basically the way they do the episode, right, is they'll interject pieces of his friend in the hospital, him like leading up to that moment and intertwine that with his engine Mori's fight, right? And so you'll see the back and forth of them and you keep seeing, you know, Han work harder and harder. He's putting more effort. He's like trying to defeat him. And you're like, why, where's this rage and this anger coming from? Where, why is he putting all this effort? And you slowly start to see like the deal he made with the, you know, I guess president or whatever yeah, executive who Scar- organized this fight. Scarface. Yeah, the guy who organized the fight. <laughs> and like, he's like, okay, if I win both of my fights, we'll give my friend the nanotubes. And that, uh, I, th- I think you might've mentioned this Troy last week where you're like, I feel like that's a good idea. And like, you're not wrong, but I guess it's either super, it, well, it's clearly expensive or just really hard to get by. So it's only limited to like contestants and things like that. And so because he's already sick, he doesn't have that opportunity. And so you have those moments of him and his friends flashback and them fighting and becoming friends and like his life before he became friends with him and how like grizzled and tough he was until he met someone he felt wasn't. Can't be. Then you have Jin Mori and him fighting, and Jin Mori's like, what's wrong with him? You know, like, he's not the same person. He's trying to find out. You have Mira, who's in the hospital, and she's finding she's finding out what's happened with the friend, and then she finally sees that, like, picture between him and his friend, and she's like, oh, my gosh. And so she gets that letter from him, and at, like, the climax of the fight, where everything's about to go south because Han is, like, just losing it, and, you know, you don't know what's going to happen she gives Han the letter and Jin Mori's like, okay, Jin Mori has a good heart. So as he's reading the letter, he's just like acting stupid, right? Super good. That was one of my moment. favorite parts. I, of the I love that <laughs> moment because he respects whatever is happening, right? He understands like, this is not for me to interject. The it's fact, like one of those moments. Uh, like, and, and the, It reminds me of the um, nothing happened moment where after that happens in One Piece, they tell like Zoro's like I don't want Luffy to know right he doesn't want him to feel indebted and it's like the same thing where Mira's like you know yeah. Han's like Mira don't tell him right because then he's gonna think differently and we don't know the outcome he's like let him be who he is in this moment and let's finish this off and so you have yeah. this really dope moment where they switch the animation style to a manga-esque fight sequence no it wasn't even manga it was it wasn't my manga it was, it was more like um water brush right yeah the water stroke like but it's it's colored you know school, like chinese it's, it's water really brush. old school yeah it was tight. but in that they do flashes of like color and you see the characters and they're colored and you see their reactions change like they are both living in the moment enjoying the fight and the music and the animation and the fight choreography all in that moment, bro, I was like, my, I had like goosebumps, whatever. I was feeling that moment. It was so yeah, that shit to the payoff where the episode hard. ends, right? And it's, it's all over. Like you have that little funeral scene where he puts the picture of them, the three of them on his uh, friend's memorial locker. I was like, bro, this episode's amazing. I genuinely enjoyed it. 
yeah that was cute as fuck when he's like i'm not alone again or anymore Mm -hmm. uh the big-nosed commentator (laughs) when he's like destro jr he's trying to get gene mori to go fight hyundai while he's reading the note and Gene Mori's just fucking like, like starts putting his hands over his ears like la la la. <laughs> he's got like noodle body. He's just like flowing himself. I was like, this dude is a clown. Uh, man. He's a good, was good. He's a very solid main character, just because he seems. I see a lot of Goku in him, but I see a lot of other characters. I feel like that there's a little more. Beyond just Goku, right? He has his own personality. Yeah. He likes fighting, but he also, you know, wants to enjoy as much as the person he's fighting. I feel like Goku has those moments, especially early in the series. When you get to, like, Z and Super, it feels different because it's more saving the world. So maybe Jin Mori might change in those aspects. But, you know, it all depends. I just want to know, like, if Justin ever catches up and watches this all, what are his thoughts on this? Because I, I'm definitely interested because he reads it, so he might be Mr. Negative Corner on us and be like, oh, bro, so trashed. They left out that, like, three-panel uh, scene where Jin Mori went to the bathroom, right, and he ran into this one dude, and he said, oh, are you going to win? And then Jin Mori's like, yeah, I'll win. And that scene was so emotional and touching, and we just didn't watch that moment because it was cut out for whatever reason. Maybe he'll hammer that home to us. The famous bathroom scene. IQ well, has those famous bathroom cool. scenes, man. No, it, it was pretty cool at the end of the day. I have no quarrels with the whole thing about it. Mm-hmm. I'd say they're doing a good job, especially with the story that they did. Uh, they're actually showing more story now than before, and I think they did a real good job with it. Now, because you haven't like you haven't fully watched it, I, I eventually not on like the podcast, but would like to know like what differences stands out to you, just so I have an idea when I eventually read it. It was a and, while like, since I read it, so it'll be really tough for me to okay really reminisce on what happened. I just want to know, like, do you feel like because if you're if it's if the time difference is there, there's a good chance that the changes are so minor you might not even realize it. So you might actually enjoy it really well versus you like recently reading it and that like time difference is so tight that you like nitpick every scene. There's plenty of people who do that. But like eventually when you do watch it, I would like to know like if you think any differences you notice, do they impact or is the way it's done better than you expected type thing? I'd say they can definitely go more on the story-wise if they want to catch different audience type because obviously over time it's just going to keep on getting repetitive and just continue with the fighting. All right. You want to talk about decadence? Always. All right, go for it. Um... So this episode was better than Tower of God School for the following reasons that I'm going to say in a second. <clears throat> oh, shit. Oops. 
So uh, this was the big Everest attack. And there's the Gadol nest fog monster. It's basically just spitting out like giant tufts of fog that no one can see through. So the whole thing was gears. There's two types. Tankers are humans. Gears are like avatars that the robots play. So the gears were in charge of fighting on the outside of the mountain. And the tankers were tasked with going in and killing the smoking or the fog gadol. So then you have Natsume, the girl, main character chick. She's all like amped up, like going to go fight, stop this monster like free humans from the gad doll and then they'll be back to normal and her boss is like you can't beat this thing don't even try she's like fuck you i'm gonna go do it because i'm part of the army now and so then she goes and he's like well shit he's like back being a toy in the like robot world and he sees her on the like screen entering the fight and he's like this bitch so then he has to go back into his Kabaragi avatar and he goes into the like cave after her. Mm-hmm. So all the tankers get decimated. Like they all get killed. And she gets all like freaked out because like everyone's getting like fucking killed. And then her like boss, who was kind of a dick, but it was like the commander of her like task force. Or not task force, but her like little squad. Mm-hmm. Basically, risks her life to save Natsume, and so then she's like, gets all angry and is like, you know how same as like Luffy would if fucking someone's died for him, or his pupils get all small and he's like, that's how she was. Well, she's like, yeah. That never happened. <laughs> But no, she's like sitting there. She's like, fuck you. Like, I'm going to. And she starts like pulling a maneuver. So you're saying he pulled a, she pulled a gone, right? Yeah, a little. Actually, yeah, she's way more in line with gone. I was, I was like, was uh, Luffy did not do that. <laughs> no, I was saying like, hy- hypoth- hypothetically, Luffy would. Like, there's a chance, but for bro, any instance that's been shown with Luffy, that hasn't happened yet. You don't Unless think someone's hurt. It, you don't dead think he's going to punch someone who just hurt his best friend? or just If, hurt if it's his hurt, commander. if it's hurt, yes. If it's dead, different story. If they just killed him and they're dying in his arms and they're like sitting there and she's like, don't feel bad. This is just the, something of my ambition. He'd yes, be like, there's, there's two times people have quote unquote died to Luffy. He'd be like, Both it's of on it ends with him falling on the floor oh that's true he's a crybaby anyway enough side (laughs) tangents so she fucking is bum rushing this monster that just killed everyone pulls a maneuver because like this thing basically is designed to kill maneuver gear like it was it's a video game so it's a fucking robot machine thing designed to kill tankers it knows how they move it knows all the fight patterns 
Oh, so it's like, like chess, but with a grandmaster. Yeah, that's why all the gears were kept outside because it's supposed to be a thing of like this unbeatable Gadol killed every tanker. Like, you know, like this is being classified as a double S priority. We need that was the whole shtick was now we need to go bring back the past heroes to come kill this thing mm-hmm. that just killed all the tankers. But she starts pulling maneuvers on this that like so it can't hit her she ends up spearing it and it reveals that it can heal itself so she's like fuck her boss comes saves her and is like get the fuck out of there you can't beat this thing neither can i and then she's like what but he has to go fight it to buy them all time because she goes back into the smoke to save her like squad and so he's fighting one-on-one against this giant fucking monster with, like, a whip tail and, like, all this stuff. And it's got him pinned. And he goes into his, like, system and, like, the limiter thing from, like, earlier. The one, like, prodigy guy that limits himself. He does that to himself. Runs train on this big bad monster. Kills it. The whole time he's fighting it in his ear he hears the commander of Decadence, this, like, human, like, who's, like, in the, like, war room operating. Yeah. He's sitting there. He's like, you can't fucking kill this thing. You'll, like, trigger the next event of the, like, video game. Like, once you kill this, the big boss comes, but this isn't supposed to happen yet. He's like, you'll fuck up the whole storyline if you kill this thing. And he's like, this girl's worth killing. Or this girl is, like, worth killing this thing for, like, all this stuff. Mm -hmm. He kills it. Then his boss, the one that, like, sent him out to kill bugs, comes to him and is basically just like, you know what you did, right? Because, like, after he killed the big thing, this, like, test subject, like, unfinished monster Gadol came. And they had to kill that, which was, like, way too (laughs) soon in the storyline. And everyone was witnessing it happening in real time. So they, like, couldn't bullshit their way out of it. So Kaburagi's standing there talking to his boss. He's like, you know what you did, right? He's like, yeah. This dude's holding a raven, like, in his hand. The raven opens its mouth, shoots a laser beam, kills the boss. Episode's over. I was like... Because they're talking earlier, and he's like, I think you'll get in trouble, but, like you're a ranker like they're not going to get rid of you and the guy's just basically like later they don't even like have a discussion it's just like fuck you like yeah fuck every you. time and i have to emphasize every time you emphasize the plot points man i'm like bro I-, I can't imagine watching this series every time i'm like you sound so invested but then you'll say this plot point and i'm like Bro, how are you still watching this? What plot point sounds weird? Oh, I think the, it's um, tight. this girl this girl is worth uh, destroying the Matrix for. Because she's a bug, and he... <sighs> well, he doesn't I mean, say... I haven't watched it, so I understand. Like, if it's done really well, it's done really well. You can't, really you can't really judge well. it based on my words, because that wasn't a direct quote. He actually I mean, I'm not, says... I haven't watched it, so I'm not like, judging. But from the bare that, explanation... He says, she saved my life. So he saves hers. That's the whole thing. Mm -hmm. But, like, 
it's just like a super dramatic moment of like he she basically like because she's so annoying and forces herself mm, into his you life. admit it she's annoying hmm. well like i'm, ca- I'm saying ca- like to him she's annoying but she forced him herself like into his life which ended up saving him but he was like the entire time supposed to kill her and then yeah. as it turns out he dies for her and you're just like bro that is so fucking sweet and i didn't want you to die yet because Kabaragi was like the badass. I was like, it's not time. I was like, end of the season. Fuck. <laughs> yeah, imagine that was the final episode of the season. Only six episodes. Uh, I'd be pissed. No, I'm really curious to see where it goes now because they all watched like a new world spawn right on top of the world they just like won. They just, like, beat the storyline. And then the new world just, like, phases over the top of them. And there's just, like, a fuckload of new Gadol. And all the gears are looking at that, like, fuck yeah, expansion pass. And all the tankers are looking at it, like, we didn't win. Because they all don't know they're in a game. So they're sitting there, like... Thinking this is reality, yeah. yeah. They're like, I thought we just fucking won. And so it's like, you have, like, on one side people are just playing a game having a fun dicking around juxtaposed against like these humans fighting tooth and nail for their life you're like bro this show is tight i mean from that aspect it sounds more interesting but like basic plot structure like the big moments you explain i'm always like Man, if it was done bad, I would watch that episode angrily. Because there are episodes of shows where once something I don't like happens, I will watch the show constantly bashing it after that point. Well, yeah, but I'm not... Unless something good happens. I'm trying to not spoil the show. No, I get that. I get that. I'm doing everything with, like, one hand behind my back. So it's like... There's a fight and it's really cool because it's like Attack on Titan and you should watch it because there's spears and blood. But haha, like if I told you exactly how the fight played out, like it might sound cooler. I'm not very good at storytelling because I'm a fucking high ass whatever. Yeah, you. I mean you're working on your own story, man. You gotta but work yeah, on this. You gotta sell like, that pitch. Uh, yeah, I don't want to ruin the viewing experience by being like, she does a backflip and then she grabs the tail and swings around and everyone's shocked because she's going faster than other people thought that in her hands a mechanical thing and it shoot. I'd be like, I enjoyed watching it without knowing shit. So like, I don't want to ruin it for someone else because I've never seen a show like approach the plot or the combat in You've a, never seen a sword art online combined with Attack on Titan? That's wild. It's literally, it's, that's actually, you haven't watched it, and I'm annoyed I haven't fucking came to that conclusion myself. But yeah, it's literally like if the sword art people were playing while the scouts are fighting for their life, but they're all fighting Titans. 
and the sword art people that, that would be so wild because the sword I mean, art people know it's a game post ironcrad yeah it makes a lot of sense but yeah like it it's fucking tight and there's like that entire i'm not bullshitting you it's just like the matrix except with like mcdonald's toys not spider ass like i might check it out but i can't say any guarantees i'll watch that stupid fucking rent your wife <laughs> no i i know it's good rent a girlfriend i'll start watching uh, that i'll trade you shows I, I'll probably say after the season ends this way I'm cleared up because I don't think there's too many fall anime I'm going to watch so I might be more fine after you know this season clears up and I'm like have a yeah Attack on Titan got pushed back right I, uh, it's not confirmed yet but I think more than likely it's being pushed back which I would say it's fine because that means the manga should finish and so the season should wrap up nicely and there might be a little more time to work on so hopefully it all works out together the more time, I don't think it hurts anything. So I feel like at the end Wait, of the day, it's fine. So the was the show on pace to finish before the manga? It, it depends on how many episodes would be out, but the manga should finish this year. So I think, if anything, they would have been like one-to-one, like about to finish at like the same time. But I think it needs like a full 24 episodes or so. So I feel like the manga would have finished beforehand anyways. I've I feel like in the wake of season eight of Game of Thrones, they should just wait. Like, well, it doesn't make a difference because usually it's like a three month period for like episodes to be worked on. Yeah. Or the author would give them the information because they usually do a lot of drafts or they'll work on chapters beforehand. Like, um, Isayama will finish chapters like about two weeks before they release or something. So there's still a time frame, and there's roughly four to five chapters left which would finish like i think november latest december time so ultimately it would be like a really close tight thing but there should be enough time given a like 24 25 episode season it would work out like just barely that'd be such a shame to like have a darling in the franks type Uh, thing we're just like the last little bit doesn't quite match up and then you're just always left i mean the the manga would exist you know so i would be fine if people only watch the anime that's different but the anime is like just such a good quality it's very well it was so deflating watching season eight of game of thrones like it (sighs) felt it literally felt the like... The only episode I liked in that season was like the second episode before the fight. Because I'm like, oh, character moments. It's been so long. I, I've missed I, you. But those were all like... None of it fans, paid off. It was all like fan service character moments. And, and I hated none, it. None of it paid episode. off, bro. But like that so bad. The whole feeling of like... Uh, Disappointment. It's like Overwhelming hype. A longtime failing. friend betraying you. Like... If I had to live through that with Attack on Titan, I don't know if I could make it. <laughs> I don't know if my heart would go on. <laughs> uh, I would just tell you to read up and like it, I, I would keep track. I'd tell you exactly where to read from. I'm just, just like to I just like turn break. the soundtrack on full blast while I read. <laughs> just, just imagine, imagine the fights in your like, head. Use that like, my training. Sasageo. Just crying. 
Oh no. my gosh. It'd be fine. It'll be fine. Hey, I at, the one thing I'll say is if Attack on Titan doesn't come out this season, Jujutsu Kaisen's taking like top spot. Isn't Haiku coming out? I I think a lot of people didn't realize Haiku season four was coming out and like building up other than like the fan base built in. So outside of that, I don't I haven't seen as much talk. I mean Haiku's gonna be good regardless. It's gonna be it's going to continue being the pinnacle of new-gen shonen, and I'll fight anyone who disagrees. The problem with that is that Jujutsu Kaisen is going to come out, and that's going to be the new pinnacle. And it's so rough, man. It's rough. You can't be a pinnacle with one season. You need to have... Listen, I'm not talking about no Demon Slayer nonsense here. Like, you know, you get lucky, you get a really good animation studio to bolster your average show no you gotta have like a five out of ten a ten out of ten or anything like that i'm talking about like reading this eight chapter no. i think it was like the eighth chapter where i no. was like bro better than demon slayer and that was after eight i read all of demon chap- slayer you're capping out of your mind and I- i'm not you have to I- watch no i'm talking anime because you you keep t- calling this the best anime based off of a manga. because it's going to be well, I, I can't 100% guarantee anime because like, like, it could drop the ball, which would suck. But And and then you're saying it's going to dethrone Hayaku as the... I'm like, uh, bro, Hayaku's been going steady, increasing in quality heavily over the okay, last three seasons. I, I'll say, if, if, if a one-punch man happens to this show, different story. But I don't think... Exactly. I don't think it make hinges it on... I don't think I don't think it hinges on the animation. I'm talking about the story because the art is not like an amazing thing. The art, when it needs to, is good, but the story itself is why I love it so much. I'm talking plot. I'm talking animation. I'm talking the entire production quality. Now I'll I'll, I'll give style music characters. I'll give Haikyuu the point on characters, right? I think Haikyuu overall, because especially the side characters are done really well, you know, it works out in its favor. But in terms of plot, but dude, and, you know, antagonists and that sort of buildup. Jujutsu Kaisen sorry. could have some, like, bunk-ass... It, it might not. But it could have just some weird-ass music, and you're, like, sitting watching a scene being like, I feel taken out of the scene. I, I, I when you say weird music, I think weird music might actually fit the series. Not gonna lie. But no, but like you know what I mean. Like there I, could be music that feels off. Yeah, there can be some part of the production that that slacks. It. And so then you got to step over to Haiku, and you're like, where is there? And Haiku's pretty seamless when it comes to the anime. Yeah, so you're like, I get that. Like, where are you lacking? And it's like I'm not, because I'm about high school volleyball, bitch. And you're just like. <laughs> Like yo, but yeah, Attack awesome. on Titans probably up there. I am excited for this Jujutsu Kaisen show just because it's. I, I I am trying to be as genuine as possible though. I'm not trying to hype it up to overhype it. Like it, I was hyped to read it. I was gonna read it after the anime came out, but I was like, I haven't had anything to read, and I've I've been interested in it based on like a few cover pages and characters I saw. So I'm like. Okay, I'm interested. So when I read it, and it was way better than I thought it was, it, like, threw me off. And so once I got through, like, it starts off really good, then it takes, like, probably 10 to 15 chapters to build up the main plot. And then from there, it's been constantly moving really well. 
and like it's like one of those rare like hunter hunter right york new happens relatively early you don't like or one piece arlong park right those really good arcs or naruto with um the tuning exams new gen shonen usually don't hit those peaks as early anymore right it usually takes them a little longer, more development to happen. It, it yeah, my hero was probably longer. the sports festival, to be honest. More that happens early, but I don't think it's like on the same level as some of those arcs, right? I feel like it's just a tad short. I don't think my There's hero not is on enough. the same level as those shows. But like, that's... I don't think until it's like the overhaul arc where you get like an arc that maybe you can compare to the, those type of arcs, right? And that's yeah. pretty far in. And a lot yeah. of those arcs happen like within like 100 or so chapters. So when something like that happened for me, for like Jujutsu Kaisen, where it was so early on, where I had like eight, it's so hard for me to have a jaw-dropping moment in like a series that like completely throws me off my guard. So when it happens, I have to like give credit and it happened like at least two or three times in like the span of like 30 chapters. So I was like so amazed. I'm like, maybe this will be really good. And, you know, I kept reading and I'm like, you know, I think as long as the anime does the story justice, it's really hard not to see it be like a hunter hunter of its generation. You know, I feel like that might be the angle it has for a series. It's optimism depending on the anime. Cause if it gets like that hunter hunter 2012 anime treatment, you know, it, it's a game changer as a series, but if it gets more like um, original hunter hunter type thing, then it, it falls a little below the radar, you know? Yeah. Some of that, ridiculous amounts of filler type nonsense it, it will still be good but if it gets like that if if it got what like demon like demon slayer i think it's an average story that gets so far enhanced by oh. the quality of animation this is a good story so if it had something like the demon production slayer, all around of demon slayers it's fantastic it's yeah the voice acting the music like it is so that, untouchable compared to some series it's really goaded as far like the production of that show's tight. I would rewatch the show just to see the water wheel and like cutting the way. It, it like, looks ah. amazing, right? And so yeah. you imagine like actually good shows getting that level of attention and quality done to them. It, it's a game changer because then you get those series that people always complain like, oh, it's overhyped. But you're like, no, it's kind of worth it. That's the type of angle I expect from the show if that happens, you know. Now, it's just my expectations being extremely high, but if they can pull it off... You said I it's MAPPA, right? Yeah, it's MAPPA doing it. That's so, safe. it's a good safe. chance yeah. it'll live up. Yeah, that's a safe bet. When's Vinland Saga Season 2? I think it's next year. I don't know when. It's probably <laughs> fall or summer. But, Gashes. you know, with the whole... um you know pandemic and all you never know I, I'm, I'm gonna stake on next year though but no 100 percent. and then i think promise neverland's coming out soon too yeah that's coming out um winter next year start of 2021 i believe yeah like january and like february. i think dr stone's coming around the same time or like spring so there's a lot of good stuff coming out next year Ooh, spring's gonna be stacked then Hopefully, yeah, that winter, spring, because usually winter is like one of those more lackluster seasons with anime, unless you have like those continuing anime. Hopefully we get some good stuff. That's usually what it is, is like the continuing anime, but fuck, if Promise Neverland's on that list, that'll be enough to get me 
stoked. That's this just, second season. This is just from what I second heard. Second season's gonna be this tight. From, It'll be a good. Uh, I heard that after like this following arc, after like what happens from where the show leaves off, a lot of people slowly start to lose interest. And I know I've heard the ending I has not that. satisfied a lot of people. So I, I mean, it's hopefully enjoyable. But I've heard that from a lot of people. I, I haven't so read until. Like, I know this first arc I read, and then I just haven't bought the book, and I don't read it online. But, like, depending on how much of this first arc the anime, or, like, how many episodes they milk out of this first, all that shit's going to be tight. There's cool demon moments, and then there's some really, like, cool human-to-human moments that, like, are a little off the wall that I didn't see coming. <coughs> but I don't know. I can't I really can't see it being better than the first season. That was one of the more solid seasons of that year, I thought. That's just the way they like I, I, I love how they ended the, they the first season. They really stuck the fucking landing. Like those final two episodes I absolutely love. I yeah, wasn't was, like as on board in those middle episodes as compared to a lot of people because I feel like I have to like adjust my hype accordingly but like those final two episodes they were great with Isabel and you're seeing her whole flashback with uh Ray and all that there was a lot of good stuff and like the parallels to Emma and her and her friend when she was young but there's a lot of good stuff that happened that kept me invested it was a very good season second season I don't think will be as good it's time to wrap up. Yeah, because at this right. point, it's just been just regular talking. I, I know. We, we got off on so many tangents. Let me just wrap up Rent-A-Girlfriend real quick. Keep it really short. So basically, this episode starts off where the last one leaves off where you have, uh, what's his name? Kazuya. He jumps to save Chizuru, right? And so you have this whole scene with them where she saves him, but then they're on the island, like, trying to get back well. And so he's knocked out, and so she has to do CPR on him to save him. He wakes up, he sees her, she used CPR to save him, so he's like, no, it's all fake. So that's all in his mind. Her, on the other hand, saves him because she saved him, so it's like a one-to-one, and she's like, wait a second, I can't have feelings for him, right? That type of thing. Then they go back to normal and stuff. He tries to, like, he's like, oh, I didn't meet mommy because she was asking me to meet up with her after this whole thing. And she just completely, like, ignores him, and he's like, oh, bro, I, I messed up. And his friend at the same time is always like, oh, uh, you know, my friend, he's, he's just an idiot. Because, bro, his friend is so right or die. I'm telling you, this guy is like, for, for a slice of life romance, this dude is like peak Chad you can get out of these types of series, man. <laughs> like, it's crazy how cool of a character they've made, like this average Joe dude. I love to see it. But so he has like some really good comedy moments. Like I posted this in the chat and this is when you started being like big mouth nonsense and I like that one comedy scene I was like bro that scene was hilarious I did not expect him to say that so you get to this whole scene of him like um Kazuya image training to you know crank one out for no reason and then he like starts like confusing himself because he's trying to think of uh, his ex but then he's thinking of Chizuru and it's like throwing him off and so you have that whole scene and then you go to the vacation where he's taking his grandma She's released from the hospital. Come to find out, um, Ichinose, her and her granddaughter are, well, she's released as well. So her granddaughter's with them. 
And so the grandma's like, uh, Kazuya's grandma's like, oh, okay, uh, me and my best friend, we want to share a room. So you go take this one room that I'm not going to tell you anyone's there. So he goes to the room and he sees Chizuru and he's like, oh gosh, not this again. It's like one of those incidental stuff. It makes sense every time it happens. But at the same time, he's like, he, they are both sick of it to this point. So it's, it works in that way. They're both trying to separate themselves from each other. It just keeps happening because of their family making things worse and them trying to be kind to their family. So they're kind of like forcing themselves in this bubble. So you have all that going on. And eventually the episode kind of wraps up where they're like, you know what, let us enjoy this vacation. He's like trying to be like, you know what, let me just stay away from you to be nice. But she's like, you know what, forget it. I'm trying to enjoy myself. And so you see this one scene where she genuinely laughs. And I was like, I realized, I'm like, bro, this is like a genuine laugh. Like this is her actually being herself. I'm like, that's a cool moment. But then he realizes it and I'm like, oh, maybe he's not an idiot all the time. Because I was like, I really like that scene. He's like, oh, wow, she sounds genuine for the first time. I'm like, that's dope. And the episode kind of wraps up around that end of the uh, area. So that's just about what happens. I think the next episode is going to introduce one of the other girls of his ever-growing harem because, you know, it has to grow that way to create that divisive, not even a love triangle, more like a love pentagon, I guess. Yeah, whatever. More like what it's going for. Oh gosh. Yeah, that's pretty much how it wraps up. Hopefully the comedy keeps up. Hopefully the drama builds up in a more natural, nice way that it works out. As long as it keeps up, because comedy romance shows very risky when you get to the middle part of the show where all the plot, like the basic plot to get you invested, can like make or break past like episode five through like ten. Like it's a very rough area where it can suck or be good. So that's what's going to come up. Hopefully it stays good. But all right, Justin, we need you back. We're going to wrap up, guys. Thank you all for joining this topic. We talked about summer anime. What would you recommend? What would we drop? Gave all those recommendations out. Troy, any parting words? Um, watch Deck Dance. As always, keeping it, keeping it 100. Justin, anything to say? No, nothing for this time. All right. So I lied last episode. So whenever it airs and then suddenly we get this one out and I can make my amends, you know, that episode, episode one was supposed to drop last week in this ever expanding unknown timeline of this podcast. So whenever last week was for us, for all of you, who knows when that was, but hopefully it's going to drop the week of August 10th, maybe, maybe not. Uh, depending on technical issues that we have to go through to get this all worked out and hopefully we can get them out faster once our schedules start to clear up and all but that's all we have to talk about eventually hopefully in like a week or two maybe we could start live streaming this probably need to start a little earlier you know work that out but follow me on twitch.tv slash for when we do start even though this episode probably won't be out once we start, so it'll all be this mixed bag of ever-expanding ever unknown time variables. We'll try to work on that. And um, follow us, uh, follow me on uh, YouTube at Flossadude, where these episodes will hopefully be posted. And just for any information, follow me at Twitter, at Flossadude. Troy, you want to plug yourself? You want any friends? Uh, um. No. Troy has all the friends he needs with that Umbreon 
just to make it clear. Well, you thank you for joining us. Dance, find me. <laughs> find you? <Yeah. laughs> just find you. You'll be able to find me. Uh, oh, man. Use they're, the, like, they're gonna use the heart of the cards. They're gonna like flip a phone book and find you perfectly. No, the weird, all those robot people have like a fucking internet in their face. They can just yeah, that's like, pretty cool. Ultron style? Yeah, they can just like Google shit like real time. So just be like, yeah. That's actually really dope. Well, thank you for joining us for episode five of the Anime Calendar.